if you guys were to consider how important it is to small businesses when you support them that and how much that changes their day and how much that will change their week and month um i feel like more people wouldn't go to the cheapest box store Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. I'm going to talk about supporting local during the holidays, but I like to talk about supporting local all the time. It doesn't matter too much to me. I think it's important. It's an important topic, and it's especially at this time of year to express how important it is to support local, especially for local businesses. But um, it's uh, something that I feel like a lot of people don't really don't realize how important it is or don't consider how important it is. But I mean, I also feel like it's growing as well. It's a, we're, we have a growing community of people that understand the importance of supporting local. We don't just randomly grab products and be like, hey, maybe they'll buy this. We do quite a bit of research around products. If they're, if they're going to work, if they're valuable, we test them. And um, for, for me, like we, for, it's important for us to know that there's a product that we're going to use ourselves, that our family, that we can recommend to family and friends that they'll use, and that can make a difference in their health. And then lastly, is there a, is there a need for information on the market? And when we were doing research around Mag Body Butter, with un, not unlike any other product is that there's tons of horrible ingredients in most of what we found. There, there's, they just, I don't know why, like, I don't know why they have to put chemicals. I'm guessing it's a preservative. I don't know why they have to put like, why, like we use a, a food grade, hundred percent natural essential oil. Why do they have to use fragrance? Because it's cheaper to produce. And like that, that really bothers me because people don't know any better. Like most people just think, just think it's like all products are the same. And most people gauge their, when they purchase, they purchase on price. It really bothers me. I got to tell you, I sat down and we had tea with one of my first clients. I think she, I don't, I don't know exactly how, she old, how old she is now. She's about 80 years old and um, amazing. She's an amazing person. And um, she went and bought, we did, she doesn't, she buys some of our products, but we don't have, we don't expect everyone to buy all of our products or just buy from it. So she went to a health food store and she went and bought um, a product that was that was recommended by uh, I think it was by her doctor. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you where it was purchased or what the product was, but so she went and she bought out a product, and then she brought that product to I believe a naturopath, and the naturopath she bought. So she bought that. She went to the health food store. The health food store worker or owner, I don't know whoever it was, said you should buy this product, and that product was three times the amount of like a regular product and the naturopath looked through it and was like no you shouldn't use this product it has all kinds of junk in it and she was like she was so heartbroken i felt so bad for her she was like she said i don't like how do i know i don't know i like i just took the recommendation and of course she was upset because she felt like she got ripped off and that's the problem with supplements she said i thought when you go to a health food store 
it's all healthy products. And I said, I thought that, I thought the same thing when I was going, getting into the health food industry that we got to get our products in health food stores. These are the healthiest places to go. And then I start, when we, we got our products in health food stores and I was looking as reading ingredients and I was paying attention to what they were putting in there and how they're marketing, how they're selling. And, and health food stores, to be quite honest with you, most of them, you can find good quality health food stores. But for the majority of it, the health food stores are no different than grocery stores. Grocery stores are built on shelf life, mass production and margins. So the better margins they get, the more they're, they're willing to carry your product. So in health food stores, for the most part, are no different. So when you go to a health food store and you look at all the ingredients, you're like, what is happening in this world? But you have to understand that's not what they're built on. They're built on making money. So I felt so bad for her because she went and spent a bunch of money on, on a really low quality product that was overpriced and it had toxins in it. And I was like, I, I, I said, well, that's why we're in the industry, to be 100% honest with you. That's why we started in, with, the pro, with our protein. Because you like the protein supplements and they're full of junk, like full of toxins. The, the protein industry is oversaturated with low quality products filled with toxic substances. That's all there is to it, much like grocery stores. But then I was looking at other supplements. And, oh my gosh, like that, I mean, the very purpose, the very reason is so we can have, so we can produce clean products with clean ingredients at a reasonable price. Now, of course, you you have to look at price. So if you if you look at different supplements, like supplement, like why is the dollar store selling supplements? If you're looking at dollar store supplements <laughs> compared to a product that's 100% clean and has all clean ingredients, those are very different products. They're not even the same product, even if they have the same name. So when I say reasonable price, you have to understand if someone's looking at the very lowest quality, that's probably not even the same product as what we have. But when we sell a pure product with clean ingredients, we we still price that. Like our body butter, for example, our body butter is $49.99. We, for, the, for ounce per ounce, we saw the same product sold for $149. $149. The average was $75 for body butter for our size. And I said, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, of course, our margin, we, we, of course, we'd make more money if we, if we put ours up to 79 bucks or 89 bucks. I just didn't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable trying to sell a product at that rate. Um, at that, I just thought it was too high of a price. We sell ours at $49.99, which is at the lower end, which I don't really like. I don't want to be at the bottom of the list because then I got then you got to start competing with places like Amazon and Walmart, like those people that have really low quality products. They just work on mass production. If they're selling a product and they're making $2 on it, but they have a million retail stores, of course their margins are huge. But when you're looking at a small company that's moving a thousand units, a hundred, a thousand units a month, whatever it is, you're making a very small amount of money. And then we go, we look at, we have, our, we have glass containers, we have metal lids. Then you look at these cheap companies with cheap products that use all plastic. So at any rate, that's what we're dealing with and, that, and that's how it works. But anyways, that's that's what I wanted to share with you. When any of our people say, hey, I really love your new product or I really, I'm finding results with your products. Like it means the world to us because we put in a lot of time and effort because we want to get, we want to offer our products at a, at a decent price. And um, I mean, that's a reasonable price at a fair price. And that's that's all there is to it. I was just saying that we really appreciate when we get that positive feedback because we put in so much time and effort into our products. It's not like we have a team. We had Dor Dorothy's a young living rep. So we were actually driving from L.A. to Calgary or the Olds. And um, we stopped in at the head office. We stopped in at their head office and it was beautiful. It was, like, it was brand new built. This was a couple of years ago. And it was probably built a few years before that. 
at any rate, just like state-of-the-art type of building, like big like glass windows, plants, waterfalls. And then we walked by like a boardroom and it was all like all clear glass. And I, I don't know what it was for sure, but it looked like a marketing meeting. And there was about 20, 25 people sitting around this table. Of course, this is a multi-million dollar company, been around for 30 some years and it's like it's a big company and but there's about 25 people and i've never i've never been in the corporate world never had a corporate job never sat in office never wore a suit and tires like i've always been most of you would probably know i've I, I was an athlete played professional baseball traveled the world after university and then i started my own business that's as much as i know about business i didn't take didn't go to school for it didn't know anything at any rate i looked I was, I was walking by this, um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting, I feel like a little bit emotional. I was walking by and I saw like this huge room, like a big room where there was like 25 people sitting around this big desk. And I was, and I could get, I was guessing that, or maybe, I don't know, maybe Dorothy said it was like, uh, they were doing, uh, they had a new catalog coming out or something. But anyways, I think it was a marketing meeting. And I thought like, like when we develop products, it's us. Like we're, re I'm researching it. I'm testing. We're ordering products. We're ordering ingredients. We try all the products for months before we use them. And, and I just thought, my God, my gosh, like what would it would be like if you have a team of like, I'd have a team, I'd take a team of two or three. <laughs> but if you had a team of like, like 10, 20, 30 people, like developing products and helping with prices and sourcing, I'm always like, oh my gosh, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> We're working there. We're, you know what one of my driving forces is, is that I really like to employ people. And I, I don't, I don't know how to explain that any better. I like to pay, I like to pay, I like to give people the opportunity to, to earn a wage. That makes me feel good. And we have a we have a few part time workers and um, that that come into our shipping house and we're we're able to at this point like we're able to afford to pay people which is really nice because before like, of course when I was starting out I could barely afford to pay myself and now we can afford to pay other people and that's a driving force I feel like the bigger our company gets the more outreach we can we can create the more people we can help the more people that we can employ and and that's really important especially now because a lot of people are struggling to keep their jobs or to have jobs or like we know what it's like right now the world is upside down but i would really like to be able to be like hey come on over i think there's there's some very qualified people that are looking for work and i and i that kind of just like i wish we were five years ahead because in five years we'll have a handful of full-time employees but at the moment we can afford to to help to help people help us <laughs> at a part-time level but that, that's really a driving force for me to be like okay like we can afford to to pay some people at this time and a lot of people need that help so that really makes me feel good to be able to do that but at any rate as we move as we move forward and and, and grow as a business we're excited to be able to do that and help other people out but um I, I just wanted to talk about the importance of supporting local for a minute here because i think it's a really good time to do that and I want you to, to, I want to let you know that it, it's so important, like for you, if you go into, so at least around town here, not around town, but around this area, there's a lot of those, I call them artesian. <laughs> I think they're called artisan shops. There's a lot of these artisan shops popping up. And when, so when you, as someone that develops products, when you put your product in front of an audience and you have the ability to sell your products, it makes such, it, it makes such a big difference when you get a sale or two. When you get one or two sales, when you get three or four sales, um, it really does. 
it changes someone's entire day. Like when we're, we're super fortunate in the position we're in now, we get orders every day. But we were at a place where we, we used to be at a place where we got an order once a week if we were lucky. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I had a job. Like I was doing personal training. I was running, I was doing fitness classes. But when it came to products, we rarely got, I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know how to sell products. I didn't know how to market products. And they took time. It took me time and effort to figure that out. And it took a lot of time to research and learn and a lot of failure. But now we sell products on a regular basis. But we understand that there's people out there that don't sell very often. So when someone gets a sale, like it could be handmade piece of wood, like a piece of wood, like the wood created into art. You know, I'm thinking about this. There's an artisan shop here right here. I wish I knew the name. Wild Rose something. I can almost see it from my house. I should know. We, ju- we just went in there recently. And I just thought like, I just think about from the business end or from the support and like all these businesses or all these people trying to run a business, trying to feed themselves, their families. And if you go and buy one thing, I know some people can't, can't afford to go buy all your products. Um, and I know the mark, I mean, I know that sometimes the price is a bit more. If you're looking at handmade soap, for example, the soap from someone that's hand making it at home is probably five or six bucks. And then you can go buy Dove <laughs> at the pharmacy, which is jam packed full of toxins for a couple bucks, like a couple dollars. So that, so then you, I mean, you have to balance that, right? that um, some people can afford. But if, but what I'm saying is if you go and buy one thing, if you go if, if you go to one of those little artesian shops or you go to a local farmer, if you go to someone that you know that sells honey, someone that does woodwork, that will change their day. They will, it will in, change their entire day one sale. And I know, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand how important it is that you can change someone's day positively by simply buying something and i'm talking i'm not talking about for myself like i'm not trying to talk you into buying our products all i'm saying is that if you guys were to consider how important it is to small businesses when you support them that and how much that changes their day and how much that will change their week and month um i feel like more people would i feel like more people wouldn't go to the cheapest box store especially that blue one at the end of town that i can't stand that won't they won't they won't sell any local products that's just not their model they say so or if you go to like co-op has a big supporting local section. If you go to more of those shops, see when, when we're in retail store, we, we aren't in retail store anymore. I don't feel like I want to go back at this time, but when you're in a retail store, they decide if they're going to carry your products by the customers voting. So we used to have CTP and health food stores. When I say health, when I say retail stores, it's no different than, um, when I say retail, retail stores, no differently. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just talking about shelf space. So we were in 20 some, 30 some retail stores all across Canada. And I was trying to manage that myself and banging my head against the wall, trying to figure out how to make that work until I finally realized that was a bad idea. But at any rate, if, if we put our, our minimum purchase was 12 units for wholesale price, they put 12 units on their shelf. If a customer didn't come in and purchase those products, then they wouldn't put in a reorder for us to sell more product. You see what I'm saying? So, and then if that product would sit there too long on the shelf, they would discontinue selling our product. They might dis- they might discount it. I might call and be like, hey, are you guys selling our product? They'd say, no, actually we're removing your product from our shelves. So that's why I say you vote. Like you get a vote every time you go to the grocery store, every time you decide what store you purchased at. It always all makes a difference. If you're going to the mall and buying all your products, <laughs> all your presents, that's entirely different than going to farmer's markets or small markets or going to those artesian shops. And I'm not saying you have to. <laughs> you guys, anyone can do whatever they want. Of course, it's your choice. It's your money. I'm just trying to explain how 
important it is to those people that are trying to make a living by supporting local and by other people going in and being like, hey, I want to buy these products that are local because I want to support local people. I don't really have too much else to say. I just wanted to share. I wanted to share with you guys the importance of supporting local and let you know that we, we all have a choice. And that's just how it goes. That's I suppose that's the bottom line is that we can decide where we're going to purchase and who we're going to purchase from. And I feel like if more people, it, it's, it reminds me of books, like we're writing a book. When you write a book, there's not a whole lot of margin. Like you don't get paid. You don't get paid millions for writing a book. <laughs> In most cases, it's a free marketing material. A lot of people will lose money on books and they do it to because it's exciting. They want to share their knowledge in a book because it creates authority, because it helps them be more of a um, expert in their field. Like, hey, I've written my own book. But in most cases, you don't make money out. You'll see, you'll see a lot of authors that will say, this book is free. All you have to do is pay shipping. Of course, they mark it up. So shipping is like $25 <laughs> for a book, right? So they'll make a little bit on the, you're paying for some of their book and for the, some of the shipping, but there's very small margin. So then, then you have people like, oh, that, and then people like, it takes you a couple years to write a book. <laughs> and then people don't want to pay 20 bucks for a book. And then they don't want to pay shipping. Oh, I got to pay shipping on top of that. And then, but the author isn't making any money. I'm telling I'm down here. We've, we've got three books, a couple recipe, a couple mini recipe books, and then I co-authored a book. So I know what it's like to produce a book and I know what the margins are like. So I, I guess all I'm saying is that it's much different. Like I think, I think people have a different perspective. And if everyone were to go and try to write a book, I, like I try to buy books from people that I know have written books. Like if I know authors, then I will buy one of their books simply because I know how exciting it is to sell a book, even if you're not making money on it. <laughs> But but that's not why you. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is that's not why you're writing a book. You don't write a book for financial gain. You write a book for other purposes, for other reasons. And so what I'm saying is that I feel like if everyone were to go and write a book, they would have more appreciation for books. How much time and effort they that time and effort you people put in to write books, and then you wouldn't see them for 25 cents at the library when they do blowouts or those little tiny shops that are like. Those, I really like the. Book. I feel like there's so few people that use them, but I really like those um, houses that sit on the corner, those little tiny like birdhouse looking things that you put books in, give a book, take a book. But most of the ones that I see are like jam packed with books. People are like, want to get rid of their books, don't really know what to do with them. I rarely see people go in and like trade a book or take a book. I only time I ever, we have one like right on the corner. I can almost see it. From, I always see like I, I mostly see people like stuffing books in them. <laughs> And I think that's because most people don't appreciate the time and effort it takes. Like that book took someone hours and endless hours, months and editing and designing. And it, but what I'm getting at here is it's the same as a business. If you know what it's like to create something with your own hands, if you know all the time and effort and the research and the angry, anguish, anguish, what's a tough one? And the frustration it takes and how challenging it is to actually design a product, bring it to market. And then... And on top of then on top of that, you have people that would rather go and buy something for twenty five cents <laughs> instead of four dollars that you put your 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 time and effort in. So, but I feel like that's changing. I really do. I feel like that's changing on, on a deep level, on a cellular level of globally, if you will. I feel like more people are considering because you well, you know the thing is like we got we had all those ships backed up. They're still backed up. You had all those ships from China and the other side of the world. They're backed up. We were in L.A. We have a place in L.A. and you could see them. We can we can see the ocean from our place, and you can see the ships lined up. It's not a joke. It's not a fabrication. There were hundreds of ships lined up all across the ocean trying to get into the ports 
And those are all products coming, like those are, in most cases, those are cheap quality products coming from other parts of the world instead of, and then people are like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to go to my favorite box store. I can't go to the mall. And I'm like, of course I have a different, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't let those products in. But <laughs> I know that's a crazy mindset, but that's how I feel. Like, that's what I think is that if we, if we stopped allowing so much products to come in, I know there's so many different ways to think about it. Then there's be less stuff at the retail stores. Then the retail stores are going to make less money. Then there's less, maybe there's less jobs, but I don't see it that way. I feel like there's more abundance. Then we, then people are almost forced to go and support local. People will, oh, there's nothing at that big box store. I got to go to an artisan shop. Um, so I think there's, there's benefits to this kind of stuff, but most people are like in panic and like, what are we going to do? But like everywhere is full of these cheap products you could look at, like Walmart, Costco, all these are jam-packed cheap products. Um, I am calling everyone out. Canadian Tire, Lowe's, Shoppers. <laughs> Go down the aisle and just read some, like read where these some of these products are from. And I'm not saying don't ever go there. Like I'm not saying don't ever go and buy products at these places. Some of these places have things you can't buy anywhere else. They have things that aren't made anywhere else. If a product is good quality and it's and it's made on the other side of the world, like we have products that aren't made here, like. Obviously, you can't. We're not growing coconuts <laughs> in Canada, so we have to go somewhere like where they grow coconuts, like in Sri Lanka. So we have to import products, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like there's a bit of an issue when you're going to buy all your presents, or people are like, "Oh, stuff is just cheap on Amazon. It comes in a day or two. And I'm like, "There's someone like your neighbor that you go grocery shopping with, that you, maybe you go to church with, that you share a gymnastics club club with." that you go grocery shopping with, you have a neighbor very close <laughs> that is working really hard to bring a product or service and that's not considered. The the Most of the consideration is how cheap is it? Can I go get it at a box store? Can I all get it at one place because then I don't have to go to different places? So if we were to consider supporting more local, more neighbors, more friends, I think we would all be better off and we'd have a stronger economy before because of it. We'd have most we'd have less stores shutting down in small towns. We'd have less like in small towns you have to drive like you have to a lot of times you have to drive to bigger centers to get those products. But if we were to support local from the inside out from the core, if you were to look at try to exhaust every single option within your town first and if they don't and, and I'm a big fan of quality and I'm a big fan of customer service. So if you can't find it in your town or city then go somewhere else. But I feel like a lot of people just at a convenience go and buy something cheap and convenient and don't think about anything else. And meanwhile, you could be considering a bunch of other things behind the scenes. I'm not gonna try to sell um, our products to you right now because I didn't want this whole show to make it sound like everything was leading up to support our local business. That wasn't my goal for the show. My goal for the show was to help you understand that if you go other places, like if you have the ability to go talk to local farmers, local woodworking people, artisans, if you have a neighbor that can fix your um, that can fix, fix your sink and you could pay them or you could trade them, ask your neighbor. They'll appreciate that instead of calling someone from the city or going to the biggest chain and um, for, for the best price. Like that is just my opinion. That's how we do things. That's how we live. We so much appreciate local support. We wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to run our business without local support. Most of our orders come through.
pickups. We we're, have a growing community of people that are ordering from outside of our area, which we're super grateful for. But um, I think in smaller towns, it's more apparent for local support. In bigger cities, it's less. Uh, we know that I grew up in Calgary and spent half the year in Los Angeles. And know, like I know it's a bit more challenging to support local and easier to go to those giant box stores that import all of their products. But I know some people are, ma- are also making that effort too. So we appreciate you guys making that effort with us. And um, we appreciate your support. And and if you, when you go and support those small businesses, they appreciate you more than you'll ever know. I promise you that. And then the alternative is going to a box. I feel like I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm completely against box stores. I'm not. It's not like I never go there or never go to them. Although I really dislike them. <laughs> but I, I'll go to those places if there's no other choice. If I can't find someone or if I don't know anyone locally, I'll, I often ask friends like, hey, do you know anyone that can make this? Do you know anyone that can do that? Um, that's my biggest source. Or I, I ask on the buy and sells. Um, so I'm not saying I never go to those places. I'm not telling you never to go there. All I'm saying is like there's much better options, especially during the holidays. Like you could go and support, you can go and support a big box store that's a, basically a board that makes millions or billions if you're looking at some of the ones I've already mentioned today. Or you could go, someone will never know, they'll never know who you are. They'll never, you'll never sit with them at the at the grocery store, you don't sit at the grocery store. You'll never sit with them in, in church. You'll never wait in line with them in the grocery store. Your kids will never play together. That means more to me, supporting those people that you know that are in your community. That means more than supporting a board just to save a couple bucks, a, a board that makes millions of dollars of people you'll never know, or more importantly, that will never know you. I'll tell you this before we go. Um, before I let you go is that we sat down, this is a few years ago, but we sat down with a marketing person. She, this is what she did full time. We sat down with her for eight hours. We dissected our entire business. We put, pulled everything apart, tried to piece everything back together. And she said, I cannot believe she was doing this. I don't know how long she was doing the years, 20, 30 years, whatever it was. She said, I've never sat down with two people that knew their customers better than you guys. We like, we knew our customers names. We know their customers pets. We know their likes. Sometimes we know what they drive. That is not because of Facebook retargeting. <laughs> that's because we get to know our people. Like we have conversations. We, I just talked to someone today that that's. I said, hey, I, they, they just slipped on the ice and they're, they're a bit rough and rough shape. I said, hey, how you doing? Is everything okay? And they said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for checking in. And, and, and I'm like, some people are like, oh, they just want to sail. And I'm like, I just want to be a human being. <laughs> ask someone how they're doing like we're not about sales we're about being human and and contributing positively to society and there's a lot of businesses out there that are trying to do that and i want like i want i want to share i I want to share with you that i want you to reward that reward those people sometimes you can do everything you can do everything right this is the crazy part of business you can do everything right we we've had customers for a long time months years you can do everything right and then you say one thing on social media and they drop you like a bad habit. <laughs> they don't want to support you anymore. You met, you met, mix up one order and then, oh, done with that. Don't like, don't want to have conversations anymore. Don't want to. So be forgiving, <laughs> be forgiving and understand that people do the best that they can, especially when, when running a business. Understand that there's a, there's humans <laughs> that in most cases are trying really hard to bring good quality products. And if you could support them and understand that those people appreciate you more than you'll ever know, I think that this world would be a much, much different place and people wouldn't panic when they see ships lined up because we couldn't import products because they know they would rather get products from their neighbors anyway. That's what I have to say. The heart of, of, of towns are businesses. They really are. Because 
if you have no businesses in a town, what do you have? Like you just have residents. You don't have those gathering. Like you don't have those communities gathering. You don't have like a gymnastics club. You don't have gyms to go to. You have, um, you don't have like, gro- like people stopping talking grocery stores. Like when we go to the grocery store in the small town, it, it's hard. You're hard pressed to not to, not to see someone that you, you, um, you don't know. So you have a brief comment. Hey, how you doing? How are things going? That's really nice about a small town. And those are because of businesses. If you don't have businesses, all you do is have, all you have is residences and you have that less of ability to be connected. So if you don't support the, the businesses, the local businesses, you lose that the heart of the town. You lose the heartbeat and then you're forced to go other places and then you let, lose that community connection. But it starts with supporting the, the businesses that you have in your town. Otherwise, they disappear. You have to go somewhere else. You guys have a wonderful day and I will... Catch up with you soon. Thanks again for being here. Have a wonderful weekend. And I hope you guys are enjoying the holiday season. Take care for now. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.